As you know by now, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation. Plus CBD Daily Balance THC-free. Daily Balance is a daily-use supplement that provides the benefits of CBD without the concern of other cannabinoids like THC causing unwanted effects. Daily Balance contains the purest form of hemp-derived CBD in high concentrations to help you overcome intense challenges to mental and physical well-being. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new Daily Balance THC-free line of oil, soft gels, and gummies. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly rundown of all the questions that you send to us via questions at brhoffman.net. That's the destination for questions. We also take questions on our weekly radio program, Intelligent Medicine, heard Saturdays from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time, or anytime as a podcast, because it turns into a podcast on Monday. 877-726-8255 877-726-8255 is the number to call to record a question. So lots of ways you can get questions to us, but we got a mailbag full of questions. I'm with Layla Buden because that's why we call it Q&A with Layla. An essential ingredient in today's podcast is the collaboration that we have. Uh, I as an MD and a medical nutritionist and Layla as a master's degree uh, nutritionist with uh, experience of you know, a couple of decades now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Even as, as a second career. Right. Right. So uh, here we be. We've got uh, lots of questions, but I, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, fructose mm. because uh, a couple of weeks ago I did a deep dive on that subject in our newsletter. Yeah. And by the way, you can subscribe to our newsletter by going to drhoffman.com. And there's a drop-down menu there where you can put in your email and you will receive in your inbox some free information every week, uh, which is uh, the writings of yours truly, also Layla, on subjects of interest, hopefully to you. And so I wrote a a big thing on fructose. And and the question I posed, you know, fructose, uh, a lot of people are aware that high fructose corn syrup is like the cross to the vampire. It's really bad stuff mm. and super harmful and people are reading labels and they go, oh, high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. No, not for me. And so I wanted to, you know, do a little deep dive on that subject. But the question comes up and, you know, I wanted to pose the question to get your perspective because a lot of people have heard my perspective, um, which is we know that high fructose corn syrup is bad, but fructose is ubiquitous in the diet, particularly mm-hmm. in fruit yeah. and in honey. Sure. And so it is a natural thing. So should we, in effect, throw the baby out with the bathwater? Uh, is it appropriate sometimes to drastically restrict even fruit sugar? Yes. Okay. Depending on yeah. the person, depending on if there exists a metabolic abnormality, you know, metabolic syndrome, overweight, 
hyperinsulinism, prediabetes, high diabetes, uric acid too. High uric acid, which yeah. would often associate with all of these yeah. metabolic uh, abnormalities. So, and remember that the amount of fructose you're getting from eating a couple of pieces of fruit a day or something is not nearly the amount you're getting in, you know, a, a, a big gulp or <laughs> yeah. the fruit juice. Well, depending on the fruit juice, but the fruit drink, the may fruit I drink call where it, they add, the soft drink they where add, they're adding yeah. more sugar. You're talking about, you know, if you're eating a couple of pieces of fruit a day, you're maybe getting, you know, anywhere between uh, 10 to uh, 25, maybe 30 grams of fructose. But when you're drinking that stuff, we're, we're going over 100 grams mm. yeah. a day yeah. if you're drinking a soft drink, yeah. right? And remember, the sugar that's in a soda, for example, mm -hmm. it, you're getting 12 teaspoons of sugar or sucrose. You take half, you know, sucrose is basically glucose and fructose, right. more in a 50-50 as, as you, you describe in your article. That fructose is still there. You're yeah. getting a whole lot of it in a soft drink, but not when you're eating an apple or some watermelon or some pineapple. It, it is said that, you know, sucrose is glucose and fructose. Yeah. And so too is high fructose corn syrup because high fructose corn syrup is just high in fructose. Yes. But it has glucose in it. Right. But the difference is that sucrose is chemically, uh, the two sugars are chemically bond, bound, yeah. bonded, bonded, and yeah. in high fructose corn syrup, they're simply mixed as yeah. individual sugars. Yeah. So, is it possible that you know, uh, uh, gram for gram or ounce per ounce, that the high fructose corn syrup delivers the fructose in a more deleterious way than even sucrose? Probably, yeah. because you know, fructose metabolism does not require insulin. That's number one. Yes. The other thing, it. More, so it gets in under the radar. It gets in under the radar and yeah. can fatten the liver. Yeah. It is metabolized golly. in the liver, whereas glucose yes. is utilized by every cell of the body. Yes. Right? Yes. So, okay. Fructose is, yeah, more about the liver, more right. damage there. Right. You know, you're not going to eat a bag of 17 nectarines. You'd have to eat before you harm yourself with so yeah. much fructose, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there are different ways of being a sugar addict. For some people, that's the case. They just eat too much fruit and, and not much else, but... So so yeah. I would pose to you, are there instances where, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll see the, the problem in my office and I'll say, yeah. oh, you know, you've got metabolic syndrome, your hemoglobin A1C is like 6.1, you're, you're mm. not quite diabetic, yeah. but, you know, your blood sugar is, is on its way. Yeah. And, or someone has high uric acid, or maybe they've had a gouty attack, mm. or they're trying to lose weight. And then I said, I turn them over to you and I said, look, you know, I, I get a basic dietary history, but I don't do nearly as comprehensive dietary history as you. Mm -hmm. And you may, and the person's very virtuous, so they don't eat a lot of sugar anymore. Yeah. But how often do you find that fruit is a significant loophole that should be limited or even curtailed to help them reach their goals? Fruit in and of itself and otherwise their diet is fairly low in carbohydrate and clean? No, no. Okay. 5% of the time. But what about your background yeah. is when you're at Atkins? Yeah. And were there times where Atkins would say, don't eat any fruit at all? Well, it depends. If they're full blown, if they've got a blood sugar of 300, yeah. we don't want them on any fruit at all okay. until we get things under control. Okay. Okay. Then we'll allow the very low glycemic fruits, like some berries or right. some grapefruit, if they're not already on medication, right. that where grapefruit would interfere.
Right. You know, slow down the detox of all that. And I included kiwis yeah. in that list. I've discovered kiwis, kiwis because kiwis they're, low they're fairly low glycemic. Right. And, right. and they're beautiful prebiotic, good for bowel. Yeah. yeah. Right? Just like the flow. Flowy. Flowy. We've which been is calling making, flowy, but apparently it's called flow. So, right. It's it's pronounced flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. got an E on the P, end. P-H-L-O-E. But some people say that flowy is a godsend for yeah. their constipation. Yeah. Uh, so It's the kiwi extract. Okay, so what about dried fruits? Now we're getting into a different realm. Yeah, dried fruit can be problematic because it's concentrated right, fructose. Right. So for anybody with, say, candida, yeast infection, that type of a thing, we say, you know, don't have that. If, if you want, opt for a fresh apricot rather than dried. or Because you could eat a lot of dried fruit. Are figs high sugar? They seem to be somewhat... Dried figs can be. Dried fresh, figs. Yeah, fresh figs can be a little better. Okay. You know? Dates are certainly high. They have more right. sugar Date than... Sugar. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Often I'll indulge in some dates if I want something really like that sweet. You need that, that sugar nice. hit instead you of having that, a dessert. I'm going to eat some dates instead yeah. of go buy whatever. Right. Because yeah. at least they, they're, they've they got some fiber, they've got they some got vitamins. they got potassium. They have some yeah. iron even they're a little iron, bit. Yeah, yeah right. good for the bowels, right. all of that kind of, all right. that kind of good stuff. Right. So... so what about fruit juice? Do you, fruit are, juice. Do you, are you like orange juice? Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I could tell you how many times somebody's come in, but Layla, I'm drinking pomegranate juice. It's yeah. supposed to be, and I'm drinking, but you're having 12 ounces of it. Yeah. No. It's make concentrated. Yourself, make yourself a nice little spritzer where you're putting right. in maybe okay. a few tablespoons of right. it. Just a couple of ounces. Now, or eat a pomegranate for crying out loud. I, what really appalls me sometimes, so I go to like when I'm at a hotel or something, and they have fresh squeezed orange juice. Oh, love that. And you can pour it, as, because the breakfast is included. I mean, they're hitting you up for it, you yeah. know, in the, in the very expensive. Uh, yeah, especially you know, fresh, fresh squeezed. Yeah, but the breakfast, you, you know, you, you pay whatever, three, uh -huh. $400 a night or something. Yeah. And the breakfast is included. So uh, then people just love that orange juice. Like, oh, they go back for more and more and more orange juice. It's delicious. <laughs> but and it's fresh squeeze. It's fresh squeeze, which is even more so delicious. They're getting, getting all that vitamin C plus they're getting a big dollop of of fructose. Yeah, that's a lot of fructose yeah. right there. Right. Yeah. And not uh, recommended. Okay. So you know, hey, if you just came back from from a six mile run, that's what I was going to ask. And you need something, yeah. and, and you're you're otherwise a healthy weight. You don't yeah. have any of these metabolic issues. Go ahead, go ahead, go yeah. for it. Yeah. You need to replace some of that glycogen. Okay. You want to hydrate. You want some potassium back. You get the <laughs> That's, Absolutely. That's more the exception than the rule. Or or something. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. the exception to the rule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're going to have... Think about going to the diner on a Sunday morning and you get your omelet and they give you everything. They give you a little bit of juice. Think about the size of that juice glass. How many oranges it took to get into... Exactly. Yeah, right. That little juice glass is right. a little bigger than right. a shot glass. Right. Right? You're talking maybe three or four ounces. So right. that's not a whole lot of juice. And opt for the tomato juice, which right. is going to have much less that's what carbohydrate. I have, that's what I have on planes. Yeah, yeah. Is I'm, tomato they, juice. They say, would you like something? With a little I, lemon. Right. I'll say, or get, and sometimes they, we have no tomato juice. So I, give, I say, give me a Virgin Mary because yeah. it comes out of a can. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not that wholesome, but it's... Eh, it's you know, nice too. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. So, so... I think we're pretty much on the same page. We're mm -hmm. not about like banning fruit. Mm -hmm. There are some people who are really fanatical about it. It's like, no, oh, no fruit, you know. It's, but uh, well, I, those are the hardcore low carb people who are trying to lose a whole lot of weight, or they go maybe a little too far. Because even Dr. Atkins said, when you're getting within, you know, seven maybe five mm -hmm. pounds of your goal weight, 
you start going into maintenance where you're adding back a serving or two of grains, a little more fruit, that more resembles a salad and salmon diet, which is much more, you diversify a little more, a little more Mediterranean, like that. And the benefits of fruits uh, metabolically may outweigh the disadvantages of small amounts uh, especially if you're if they're limited mm-hmm. as part of your overall calories. Right. If they're just an add, if you're already on like twenty five hundred calories, and then you add another you know three or four hundred calories of sh- of fruit, yes, that's yeah. problematic. It's hard but, to get up to four hundred calories of fruit. You'd easily get that with two Snickers bars. Okay. But you'd have to eat a whole lot of fruit to get so many calories. You got to okay. eat about it's six work. apples or something. It's work. I mean, it's just yeah. a lot. Yeah, and all that fiber, you're going to be full. Yeah. You're going to be full, and then you're going to be bloated, crampy because of (laughs) between the fiber, the fructose, and everything. But there's a way to eat. See you later, I'm in the bathroom. There's a way to eat fruit properly, even those who are very hardcore. It's the new dessert. That way, you temper the absorption of the fructose Mm. by having had your main meal first. You know how we all grew up saying, you know, eat half your grapefruit in the morning and then go eat your your main meal, your main breakfast. No. Do it the other way. Right. Eat your omelet or whatever you're having for breakfast, and then go right. eat the fruit. So I'm, as being, a I'm being virtuous when they pass around the the pastry plate, and I go at a nice restaurant. I go, I'll just have the berries, please, the fresh berries. Yeah, the fresh berries. Which right, I right, which right. I feel you know not that great about because I always I have fresh berries at home. It's sort yeah. of like boring. So get the fruit cocktail or something like that from time to time. Oh, you can have a pastry now and again. Yeah. It's all right. I'll burn it off the next day. That's it. That's it. You'll be on your bike. Okay. So, (laughs) all right. I just wanted to run that by you because, you know, fructose uh, talked about a lot. Yes. And I wanted to get some uh, basic facts. Oh, here's just I want to mention. Mm -hmm. Interesting thing about high fructose corn syrup. It was invented in 1957. Ah. Uh, It was only mainstreamed in the 60s and 70s. Wow. And so... Right in time for me. And then we got like an enormous increase in calories and in uh, sugar consumption because it was became ubiquitous yeah. and cheap. Yeah. And it also coincided... What else happened in 1960-something? It was like 1961. Is the Bay of Pigs and Cuba, oh. Castro. Yeah. And we cut off relationships with Cuba, which was shipping us a lot of cane sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beet sugar was a substitute for cane sugar. You know, when we yes. lost contact with some of these countries that used to provide us a lot of cane sugar, yeah. uh, we uh, it's actually a fairly recent invention. It was, I think, in the 1600s they figured out how to grow beets. And they can grow beets. It doesn't have to be in a tropical area. It can be in, in temperate areas, in mm-hmm. cold places like Russia. Yeah. And Russia is the biggest producer of sugar beets in the world. United States number two. Wow. And that gives you sucrose. Yes. But it's more expensive to make than high fructose corn syrup. And we actually have so much corn yeah. that we we export it, we put it in 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 gasohol, you know, in, in, in what is it called? And uh, so and most of it at this point is GMO. Right, it's all GMO almost, yeah. 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 And that's another problem with mm-hmm. that. Uh, but uh, so, so the history of it is interesting is that yeah. humans really uh, before, um, you know, the, the, like the Renaissance, the, the sort of mid to late Renaissance, didn't have a lot of sugar. It came from fruit. Yes. And it came from honey. honey. And there wasn't that much honey. Yes. Uh, it was a real luxury. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it wasn't like they ate it every day. Yeah. So 
then then we developed these industrialized processes to introduce more sugar into yeah. it. And of course, the slave trade was also based on sugar and its product, which is rum. Yes, it, the entire economy of some of these uh, these these uh, Caribbean countries where we now go for our winter vacations mm -hmm. was and rum, rum and drink. slaves, oh, rum golly. and slaves. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. and and slaves to to do the labor. Yeah, to uh, create the the rum trade, you mm -hmm. know, and the sugar trade. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, interesting and history. So anyway, fascinating history. So we are not equipped as human beings to be ingesting that much fructose, especially in the form of a high fructose corn syrup. Right. It's like a triple And we've become of slaves fructose. of a different kind. Yeah. It's, it has enslaved us. It has. Sugar addiction is a real thing. Yeah. It is a real thing, you yeah. know? So uh, we were just talking with a patient earlier today who knows she's got a big, big, big sweet tooth and she's been displacing her good quality animal protein. Oh. Uh, with making all these desserts that she's been making. I mm. said, you know you're displacing that. You need to stop baking that stuff. You need to you need to satiate yourself on a beautiful grass-fed steak and a salad and be done. Mm -hmm. And once a week, you'll make that dessert and have that dessert and that'll be it. Right. And it's a proper dessert for the type of eating plant she's on, a therapeutic. Well, there's a lot of emotional connotations way. to That's baking true. and you know the, the things yeah. that you grew up with as a child yeah. and it's a reward and blah, blah, blah. Exactly, you know. exactly. But she notices the way that it's been creeping back in and taking yeah. over the good food that she should be eating mm -hmm. and and not getting adequate protein in the process. So Okay, well this yeah. is also Q&A with Layla. Mm. Uh, so let's get to some Q's, some Q's. and some A's. Right. Uh, but we we reserve the right to digress yes. on this. Yes, yes, yeah. So we've got from, let's see, from Didi. Dear Dr. Hoffman, the multi-use to recommend has long been discontinued. Alpha-based tablets. Well, hey, Didi, guess what? The alpha-based capsules are available. You yeah, can have we those. We've got so many complaints from people about the tablets. Yeah. And the, I find tablets hard to swallow they because they're, they they've got hard edges. Yes. And I much prefer capsules. Yeah, me too. So they they have alpha-based. And by the way, when we talk about these supplements uh, and you say, what the, where the heck is that? I went to my local whatever uh, health food store, I couldn't mm -hmm. find it. It's because the brands we talk about are often physician brands. Yes. And really high quality, high potency vitamins. They're available via full script uh, at drhoffmanstore.com. Right. You're not going to find that on your local, your favorite health uh, health food store shelves. You won't yeah. find it there. You're not going to find that there. Maybe some nutritional pharmacies may have them. Maybe. But uh, it's mm -hmm. really mostly through. <coughs> yeah. Through. Mm -hmm. um, mm hmm. Through full script, I'm choking. Which is the which is the online pharmacy? Mm -hmm. So that would be the place to go. Go to drhoffman.com, or go to the other. Yeah, and I just click on the store right there. Okay, that's that's the way to do it. Good stuff. Uh, by the way, really interesting thing done by one of our sponsors, which is uh, Protocol for Life Balance. That's their their professional brand. Mm -hmm. Their consumer brand is called Now Now Foods. Yes, and you could buy Now Foods, you know, at, at health food stores. And uh, if you want protocol for life balance, which is some, there's a little overlap, but some of the products are really more uh, high potency and specialized yeah. for the physician line. So that's PFLB protocol for life balance. They did a, they did a, they've been doing a series of exposés about Amazon products. Oh, and 
what they discovered is that a bunch of the products that they make were counterfeited. <gasps> Absolutely counterfeited. So they had labels, they had the same names, but when they did an analysis of stuff that they bought off Amazon, it was like, uh, you know, starch. You're kidding. Or, or, Everybody's getting placebos. Yes. Oh, and so, oh, no. so they notified Amazon. And so that's another reason why you want to go to a little more thoroughly vetted source than Amazon. Because sure. Amazon uh, is... They're a, not a vitamin dispensary. They're kind of everything dispensary. But, you know, people who dump, dumpster dive can go and, and sell it on their Amazon accounts. And you're buying it. You're that, buying it. That too. Because it's a yeah. lot of shoplifting, right? Yes. Yep. That's yes. how it. That's how it goes. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh huh. You want to be careful, right? Okay. So, dearhoffmanstore.com dot com for full script. All right. So, uh, good point at which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to message you with this important information. So here goes. Listen up. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Youthful Energy, providing you with a unique energy support of pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They, of course, are what is the driving under underwriting of mm -hmm. this podcast mm -hmm. and uh, allows you to receive these podcasts for free. And hopefully some of these uh, commercial announcements will impart some useful information to you. We think so. All right. So what's our next question? This comes from Marianne. Dear Dr. Hoffman, I enjoy your podcast about NT Factor. My husband and I have been taking the lipids powder that you use for years after hearing about it from you. Uh, the company is located on Hoffman Lane. Are you involved with the company? Wow. <laughs> uh, maybe, you know. You have a lane named after you, Dr. That's Hoffman. interesting. You know, maybe that's a, a tribute to the resounding success that they've had with our sponsorship. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I've, yeah. I've been a fan of NT Factor for 20 years. And yeah. Uh, you know, I feel that I've really helped introduce a lot of people to NT Factor. Um, and it's not like they don't do like big national advertising. You know, it's yes. not like, uh, you know, like some of these uh, fruit and veggie capsules, you know, things oh, like yeah. that, which are doing carpet bombing on, on TV and radio. Oh, my goodness. But they, you know, we've been doing, uh, you know, supporting them. And so... The, the there are different forms. I take the lipid powder. Yeah. I add it to smoothies, but there's also something called patented energy. Ah. And okay. Then a variant of that is something called youthful energy. youthful energy, and that's what she's asking about. One product mentioned lowered homocysteine levels. My husband has high homocysteine. I think that's the cardio formula. Yeah. Formula. Okay. She's she's wondering how does it work to lower homocysteine, and With, how long simple, does it take simple. to see a result? It's it's just. It's not so much the NT factor. It's they add B12, folate, and B6. Mm -hmm. And it and, and that how, helps to lower the homocysteine. It, it yeah. depends on how high a homocysteine you have. You know, if it's very high, it, it's going to take a lot more 
you may have to take a separate supplement yeah. of additional B12 folate. Mm -hmm. The product that we use is um, uh, methyl CPG from yes. orthomolecular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, but there are other formulas, okay. and again, that's that's a full script product. Yeah. So with youthful energy, uh, for example, the lipids powder or the, the the youthful energy, is this product supposed to take the place? of the NC factor lipid powder we already take or should it be taken in addition? Well no, it's I think they're interchangeable, but one is I think in a like a tablet or lozenge form mm -hmm. that you, you suck on, you know, and it dissolves in your mouth. Yeah. And that's portable. So if I go on a long trip, like I'm yeah. planning a long trip uh, next week, I'm I'm gonna I can't take the powder because I'm not gonna be making smoothies. Right. You know, so I don't have a blender. Yeah. So I'm just going to take the lozenges, mm -hmm. uh, which is very portable. And the product that very we good. use is called, I think, Patented Energy. Mm. Okay. But I don't think that... I did talk to uh, the CEO about the distinction between Patented Energy and... What's the other one? Youthful Energy, you, Lipid Powder. Eternal Youth or something. Eternal Youth, something <laughs> no, like no, that. No, no, it's not. Yeah, Youthful Energy. Something like that. But I, he didn't seem to think there was... Uh -huh. he, he didn't convince me there was a big difference between those two formulas. But okay. I, may, I may be misspeaking. Okay. All I'll, right. I'll look into it and I'll issue a correction if we okay. want to do that. Uh, so... Thank you, Marion. Okay. The, the, the point is the powder is a high test way of getting it. You just need to look two tiny scoops... Oh. And you meet your requirement. Terrific. I mean, for people who are really sick, they have Gulf War syndrome or post-Lyme syndrome or, you know, uh, post-vaccine, you know, or long COVID or yeah. chronic fatigue syndrome. We might use four or six scoops. Mm -hmm. But the lipid powder makes that possible because it's very yeah. small amounts can rev your system up. Terrific. Terrific. Okay. We've got uh, a question from Gabe. I believe we've gotten a question, a similar question. What is the better supplement, krill or fish oil? Oh, it's the eternal argument. I know. Yeah. Isn't krill endangered? Well, there's there's sustainability issues with krill. Okay. Uh, whales subsist on krill, and it's a tiny whales. crustacean. Yeah. The other thing is that of interest is that some people say, I'm, you know, I tell them, we'll have some fish oil. And they go, yeah, but I'm allergic to shellfish. Uh, and I go, but fish are different than shellfish. Right. They come from the ocean. Yes. So there is sometimes cross-reactivity, but mostly people who are allergic to shellfish yeah. don't have a problem with, with the fish oil. With the sardine, mackerel, anchovy that's typically used for... But, and I only yeah. just kind of understood this, is krill is a crustacean. And if you oh. look at it under a microscope, oh. it looks like a little shrimp. And so, you, if you are allergic to shellfish, you should not have krill. Oil. Probably not great on a kosher diet either. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, okay. it's hard to have kosher krill. Yeah. Right? Interesting. Because it is a crustacean. So, it's like, hey, if you're a Jewish person and you like to eat lobster and shrimp, more power to you. Have krill. Yeah. <laughs> but if you really yeah. are authentically kosher, yeah. krill is not for you. Right. But then, let's talk about the benefits. Uh, krill oil offers some astaxanthin. It is said to be available in a phospholipid matrix where its delivery is more efficient than fish oil. Mm. That's a claim. Uh, I've seen some studies, a few small studies that suggest that it's more bioavailable. But mm -hmm. um, I, there are not a lot of really strong studies on krill oil. 
Uh, although I've seen, I'm beginning to see some studies which show the benefits of krill oil okay. in major journals. Yeah. And so I think I'm warming up to the possibility that krill could be okay. I, yeah. One of the things about krill is the pills are smaller, so yes. people like that, but then they're not getting actually as much EPA and DHA. That's true. They're yeah. getting a much smaller amount. I know the, the, the big soft gels of, of fish oil is a problem for... Yeah, know. so so the clean is, oh, it's smaller, but it's more bioavailable, so that makes up for it. Mm. But to get the same amount of EPA and DHA, you might have to take 12 krills as opposed to four yeah. uh, big fat gel caps of right. the omega-3 combination. Of the yeah. right. All right. So, you know, uh, I guess I'm open to some people who use krill. And then it has astaxanthin, where astaxanthin mm-hmm. has some distinct benefits. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a really... You get that in wild Alaskan salmon, yeah. astaxanthin. Yeah, anything that's yeah. red, red-colored uh, salmon, is, right. that's from the astaxanthin. Yeah, yeah. So, which is beneficial. But, yeah, uh, that's, that's news about it being a crustacean. So uh, yeah. that's now something else I know to say if you've got a... A shellfish fish allergy, yeah, then I would say, stay away. I would say. I mean, so, a lot of people look. There's no question that a lot of people think they have fish allergy, have gotten a bad fish. Yes, they they have had a spoiled fish or something, and they had a bad reaction. They threw up, and they say, "I'm allergic to fish yeah. for life." And it's always the case that they had this fish in a restaurant, not something they prepared at home. Generally. So you don't know what else was yeah, in there. Generally, that's you right. Know, so. Generally. So, uh, you know, it's it's a big deal if you're allergic to fish because yes. you're missing some really important things if you don't eat fish ever. That's true. Some people say, I'm allergic to fish because... They're Catholic, and they grew up, and they had to have Fish Friday, and they're allergic to the bad fish that mom used to make them eat on Fridays. This sort of... If, if I knew the seafood I was eating was absolutely pristine, I'd be eating it every day. Okay. And likely in the form of sashimi, half of it. Wow, okay. Because I love some Dover sole, I love too. sashimi. I, I love yeah. seafood. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I met a seafood I, I didn't like, and I love shellfish. You know, it's and, just... And here's a Delicious. dirty, dark secret, hmm. is I didn't eat fish until I was uh, well into my teen years. Oh, you didn't like it? I, I no was, tuna salad I for you? I was a finicky, oh no. Oh, you were a finicky eater. Yeah, I was a very finicky eater. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I had a tomato until I was like, you know, 17. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you tasted a lot of bitter things, you know, some kids have that kind of... Yeah, I think I just had a lot of you, you were finicky, fixed ideas. But, you were finicky, but I was sheltered. I didn't know that yogurt came in a fruit flavor. I thought yogurt was only uh, savory, where you put salt and garlic in it and use it as a topping. Or I di- I did never had any Chinese food until I was about in high school or something. It just what? <laughs> well, that was a good kind of shelter. That was a good kind yeah. of shelter. Because you got I ate everything my mother made. No, because you were on a good. kind of a Mediterranean diet. Yeah. 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 yeah, I I wasn't finicky. My sister was. She <laughs> just wouldn't. You know. So anyway, so yeah. all's well that ends well. Imagine, yeah. imagine how smart I'd be if I'd eaten fish. You know. Oh, but you way I'd, made up for it. Dr. I'd be Hoffman. killing I mean, it. I'd be killing you're it. getting questions because be you killing. know the answers, and that's well, why you get it. <laughs> I had to work hard to overcome my handicaps. <laughs> so anyway, so oh here we go. Uh, we're uh, we. Divide our podcast in two parts, and yeah. so give us a preview of what we're going to take up in part two. Oh, 
my 72-year-old sister has rheumatoid arthritis, Lyme, and Hashimoto's, and now has lymph problems. Okay, well, that sounds complicated. We'll, yeah. That'll take us through the entire uh, part two. Mm. Hopefully not. All right. Questions at drhoffman.net, place to send questions. We welcome your questions or comments. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla, and we'll be right back with more of today's Intelligent Medicine podcast.